The closure of one of the largest hog slaughter facilities in the country due to a major COVID-19 outbreak is causing headaches for many producers in Western Canada. The outbreak, linked to the Olimel plant in Red Deer, Alberta, has affected at least 343 employees, including one death. Tyler Fulton is Director of Risk Management with HAMS Marketing Services. It's early days, but um, it's no doubt uh, a, a, a tough blow. When, when you've got an industry that is set up really just in time with, you know, just in time delivery on, on their live animals, um, anytime a, a significant plant goes down for an extended period of time, it really um, makes it difficult to, you know, help manage the flows. Um, so when I say it's, it's early days, I'm, we're all hoping that, that uh, well, that first of all, that um, employees will be uh, healthy and be able to return soon. Um, and that, uh, and that the total, um, I guess the total, uh, impact on the industry is, is limited to, you know, hopefully just a few days or, uh, you know, at most a, a few weeks. And, uh, just, uh, switching gears, you know, just looking at pricing, um, forward contract pricing, what's, uh, what's the latest there? Wow. Yeah, that, that, the markets have really taken off since. Uh, well, for the last two weeks or three weeks or so, um, what we've got now is some forward contract prices for the summer months that are are really bumping up against some of the higher levels that we've seen in years. Um, so profitability looks looks really good for the uh, for the summer months, despite um, exceptionally high feed costs expected, um, but. Yeah, when 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 feed costs go up, if if we see a a proportionate move in uh, in hog values, then you know then it's manageable, and and that's the kind of scenario that we've got now. So uh, with that in mind, we're looking at um, several well uh, several months with uh, hog hog values of better than two hundred dollars a pig, um, and that. Uh, and that looks like it's it's pretty solid. We've got a, a ton of um, hog producers in Western Canada that have already secured those prices through the forward contracting program, and so uh, it's sure a nice change compared to what we you know where we came from in 2020 when uh, we saw lows um, in some weeks that were uh, you know at barely well below break even levels for several months. And what about uh, cash markets? Cash markets are are partially contributing to those gains in the forward prices. So what we're seeing is um, North American pork values being very well supported. I think there's a, an idea that uh, the combination of good, solid domestic demand uh, along with export demand that seems like it's outpacing what I guess most people had anticipated for um, for this time frame, uh, it's it's really it's really performing well, and so I, I think that's really the driving factor is the demand side that's exceeding expectations. Um, that also in context with moderating supplies, um, when you've got a scenario where there, the prospect for demand is good and the supply is um, expected to be somewhat constrained. 
uh, it sets up well for a good cash market move, and uh, and as I said earlier, kind of shows itself in the futures and forward forward contract uh, prices as well. That was Tyler Fulton, Director of Risk Management with Ham's Marketing Services. Farmers are always looking to try to get the most out of their crops while still benefiting the soil. Pulse crops like peas are a key part in crop rotations for many producers because of their ability to fix nitrogen. Dr. Chef Shano is a professor of soil fertility with the University of Saskatchewan. In a recent SAS Pulse webinar, he focused on managing fertility in pea crops. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler took part in the event and brings us his message regarding nitrogen and phosphorus fertility. Of course, the first element that comes to mind is nitrogen. And it all starts there, right on those roots and the nodules that contain the, the rhizobium that are responsible for the biological fixation from the atmosphere that can supply an appreciable amount of the nitrogen that that pea crop needs. And if we've used a commercial inoculant, that nodule will contain superior strains of those rhizobium that can fix nitrogen for that legume crop and also contribute to the nitrogen nutrition of the following crop. So legumes are really an important part of uh, crop rotation for that reason. He talked about what crops are good at fixing nitrogen. Well, the forage legumes like alfalfa do tend to be at the top of the heap, but not too far behind. We have the pulse crops. Faba bean is, is one of the best fixers, but not too far behind is peas with amounts fixed in, in reported in the literature ranging anywhere from about 50 to upwards of 150 pounds of N per acre, occasionally even more under very good conditions. How much you get? Depends on the inoculation, the nodulation. Uh, ideally, we want to be uh, to ensure uh, that we have a, a superior strain there to be using a commercial rhizobium inoculant. Environmental conditions are important. Anything that negatively affects growth, folks, is going to have a negative um, effect on the amount of nitrogen derived from biological fixation. Also, the soil available nitrogen, as you could see in that earlier photo there, uh, in the uh, pea roots that had 200 pounds of nitrogen per acre added, there were no nodules on that root. And indeed, to get the maximum proportion of nitrogen in that pea plant derived from biological fixation, we want to be growing those peas on soils that are low in available nitrogen. Availability of other nutrients is also important, however, uh, nutrients like phosphorus. Uh, phosphorus is the energy currency of life. Biological nitrogen fixation is very energy dependent, so we need to be paying to attention to uh, phosphorus fertility as well. He says peas will respond to phosphorus fertility in phosphorus-deficient soils. So just like other annual crops, Early access to available phosphorus uh, by peas is important. Uh, and not only peas, as shown here, but, but also lentils as well. That's Dr. Jeff Shano, a professor of soil fertility with the University of Saskatchewan. For Golden West, I'm Glendale Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendale. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendale Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.